Welcome to Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Ginspired, Heather E. Wilson. Hello and welcome to Ginspired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper lace spirit called gin. I'm your host, Heather E. Wilson, and on today's episode, I welcome Jeff Hepburn, a 911 dispatcher by day, car enthusiast, and gin fan by night. Today, we're going to chat about his love of gin, favorite gins and cocktails, and of course, a fun gin incident or two. Welcome, Jeff. Hello, Heather. Great to be here. Yes. But first... As with all episodes, let's start by sharing what we are drinking today. So, Jeff, you go first. What are you drinking today? I am drinking a classic gin gimlet. Awesome. That was almost the one I was going to have today. So I'm glad we're not drinking the same thing. Yeah, they're so yummy. Today, I'm actually having an aviation. And it's an original cocktail from 1916. So, you know, back in the day. And it's famous... For its purple-blue color and floral taste, which I've heard you like purple gin. Yes, absolutely. I do. (laughs) Yes. Well, an aviation is made with gin, and I'm using Cotswold gin, which actually has, you know, a bit of lavender and grapefruit, you know, botanicals in it. Maraschino liqueur, creme de violette liqueur, freshly squeezed lemon, lemon peel for garnish, and it absolutely must be in a super chilled glass because it needs to be drank as cold as absolutely possible. So it's a wonderful summer cocktail. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you should really I'll try have one. To try one. Yeah, you really should because it's one of the original, like it's a classic, classic, classic gin cocktail. Love it. Super good. Okay, so let's talk about you and how you discovered gin or did you grow up with it? Like when did gin first enter your life? I would say I would have been probably 20. Uh, My parents actually didn't drink. So I kind of discovered it on my own. I remember at one point my mom saying way back in the day that she liked, of all things, gin and wink, which was just a basic wink. It's just like a lemon lime drink. I had never even heard of it. So that just popped into my head. And so I guess when I was in my 20s, you start experimenting with different types of alcohol, I guess. (laughs) I basically started out with playing gin and tonics ordering them at the bar mostly, not making them myself. Not right. in my 20s. I wasn't that ambitious. I've slowly moved on to different types. Wow. That's amazing that starting in your 20s, you experimented with gin because that's not something a lot of 20-year-olds do. You know, it's usually right. the beer, the whiskey, or, you know, the other stuff. Gin seems to be a little further in life. So that's Great that you started so young, but no. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I do love beer too, but yeah. for spirits, gin's my go-to. Wow. That's awesome. So what do you like best about gin? What attracted you to it? Interesting. So I would say I find it just like it's more complex than other spirits. Like vodka is just a very like strong flavor to me where I like kind of the brighter feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe where it's just not just a plain taste. And there's kind of like different... I don't want to say notes to it, but different pieces of it. Yeah, exactly. Like every gin is different. Right. And I find like there are people that love vodka and I'm sure it's great too. But when I add vodka to a drink, it's just alcohol drink. Yeah. When I I add gin to a drink, it adds flavor to a drink. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree because 
gin is and can be very complex depending on what botanicals are used and it completely can change your cocktail right in one way or the other hopefully in the good way but sometimes it can go wrong we all know but generally you know it just change the gin change the taste right it's pretty absolutely and that's why i kind of like when you stick with for me the standard like gin and tonic and trying it with different kinds of gin Mm -hmm. you kind of really see the difference in the way it makes the drink change Absolutely. Because when you have kind of your go-to drinks, say gin and tonic or a martini or whatever it is, you want to try a new gin in the way that you would normally drink gin. Right. Before you go all crazy on like fancy cocktails and stuff like that. Like an aviation. (laughs) Like an aviation. But I definitely didn't drink fancy cocktails originally. Like for me, back in the day when my early 20s, I was drinking gin and 7-Up. Now I would never in a million years drink that. (laughs) But Gin and 7. Yeah, yeah, gin and 7-Up or gin and lemonade, you know, depending. But that actually does sound good. It actually is really good. (laughs) That I still would drink. Um, I love gin with citrus. Yes, me too. That's kind of my go-to. I'm more of a citrus versus the aviation is a little bit more floral and it's unusual for me, but I like to switch it up every once in a while. But yeah. So what are your favorite gins? Let's start there. So my absolute number one favorite is the Empress gin. It's the like purpley blue one. From Victoria, I think it is BC or from somewhere out there. In a gin and tonic, it's absolutely amazing. That's kind of like my go-to, especially for summer. Yes. But also, it's like a really pretty looking drink too when you do it that way. Absolutely. And you can change it colors. It changes colors depending on what you mix it with. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'd say I like to kind of shop local for a lot of stuff. And there's a really interesting distillery north of where I live in Perth, Ontario called Top Shelf. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have absolutely wonderful gin. That's probably one of my favorite local gins. And then, you know, you have the quote unquote everyday gin and that would be like a Bombay Sapphire. Right. Right. Cool. And they are all very different. Yes. So just nice to switch it up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, everybody likes their go-to. You also like to change things up once in a while. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Okay. So then if gin and tonic is your kind of main go-to cocktail, do you like other ones too? Yes. Obviously the gimlet is what I'm having, which is interesting because I found sometimes I'll go out to a restaurant and they don't know what it is, which has surprised me because it's a very classic. It is. Old school, like, because it's in a martini glass, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So that's kind of my other go-to. I did try and venture into a gin martini and I just don't think my palate's there yet. Mm. they're just so strong yeah they are very strong the trick is adjusting the vermouth right because for a lot of people there's too much vermouth in it okay and it wasn't shaken enough with enough ice like there's a lot of kind of tricks to a good martini that if you have it made properly for you and that you kind of can experiment with the level of vermouth versus not that will help you immensely so maybe i should try and make it myself and not have someone else make it for me exactly i saw this i can't even remember what movie it was but where they basically took the vermouth swirled it around their chilled martini glass and then chucked the vermouth and added this gin that had been shaken with the ice. So basically you were drinking pure straight 
gin that was chilled. <laughs> yes, I saw that clip. It was Blake Lively was oh, was that who, the gin. Yeah. Yeah. And she just, she, yeah. Yeah. I thought, wow. Iconic. Yeah, very iconic. Now, I say that's not enough vermouth, but you need a smidge more probably. And Got then it. okay. And chilled, absolutely chilled is critical with a twist of lemon. Okay, that would probably make it better. Chilled, are you talking like gin in the freezer? Well, your glass for sure is chilled. And that when you are stirring or shaking, there's different philosophies on that too. It's with okay. ice and then you strain it into your glass. Okay, got So it. that your gin is really cold. So yeah, you could keep it in the freezer if you want. Gin is normally not supposed to be stored in the freezer actually, unlike vodka. I was going to ask that. <laughs> yeah. So yes, a lot of people do, but because there are many cocktails that actually start with room temperature, unless you're keeping a bottle in and a bottle out, <laughs> it's not always a good idea. And if you're going to cook with it, which I know you are at some yes. point, you'd usually want it at room temperature. So it's better to shake or stir your gin with ice than to store it in your freezer. Noted. I'll have to buy a shaker as well. Yeah, that's critical. Or at least they're called a mixing glass. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Like if when you go to a bar and they mix you a drink, the really, really, really good places do not shake unless it's a cocktail that's supposed to be shaken, like it has an egg white or some kind of fancy topping. Usually mm-hmm. they put it in the mixing glass with the ice and then they take that really long spoon, the bar oh, the curly Q spoon. Yeah, yeah the yeah. bar spoon and they stir it. Because too much shaking supposedly bruises the gin. That's not a term I've heard before. Yeah. Bruising alcohol. Bruising the gin, yeah. And it's only gin. It only happens to gin. Supposedly, what happens if you shake it too much early on, it releases the botanical flavors and you don't get as peak tasty drink that you could. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, so we've had quite a few bartenders on this show, and we've had the debate about shaken versus stirred a couple of times. But yes, the consensus in the mixology community is stirring is actually better for a cocktail than shaking, unless it's meant to be shaken, like it's supposed to have like that egg white foam or some kind of fancy topping. Got it. Anyway. Interesting. Yes. Cool. All right. Yeah. So how about you share a Jincident story with us? Okay. It's actually quite recent. I was in Toronto out with friends. We went to a Jays game. We decided to go to a country bar and I was having gin and tonics as I would. And I made the decision that I was going to ride the mechanical bull. No, you didn't. Yes, <laughs> I did. I think I stayed on the bull for about six seconds and I flew off and my shoe flew off and I ended up with a rather sizable bruise on my thigh. That's a gincident. It was. And it was a blast. <laughs> and I'd do it again. I'm sure. <laughs> but I probably wouldn't have done it if there was not gin involved. I'm sure it took a fine line of some gin, but not too much. Absolutely. Because I think if I had had any more, I probably would have stayed on for three seconds. Yeah, because six seconds is pretty good. I mean, aren't you supposed to stay on for eight and then you win? Isn't no, that- this one was 30 seconds. What? And there was a man there that was able to do it. And then he did it without hands for 30 seconds. That's crazy. He, he must was. not have been drinking. Or he just goes there every night. Wow. So he must have been winning prizes and stuff then. I'm assuming. But yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. Well, and that's a pretty recent one too. So that's awesome. And you recovered. You didn't have any broken bones or anything like that? Not at all. Just a bruise. Just to remind me that I had a good time. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to chat about around gin? I don't believe so. I think you actually covered so much of it that like my head has swelled with so much information. Now I'm going to go, okay, I need to buy a shaker. Don't bruise the gin. Yes. (laughs) It's true. Okay, cool. Well, if you have any other questions, you know where I am. Absolutely. I will. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, and there you have it. Everything you wanted to know about Jeff and his favorite gins and cocktails and don't bruise your gin and so much more. Thank you, Jeff, so much for being here today. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Be sure to leave us a review and check out the show notes for links to the ginshop.ca for all your gin clothing and novelty needs. And until next time, remember, a true friend reaches for your hand and puts a glass of gin in it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. If we've ginspired you, let us know by leaving us a comment and a review. Or drop us a note at heather at theginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your ginspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be gin.